Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Get good, scrubs. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast made by bad gamers for bad gamers. Retro games, reviews, news, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Aaron, Cameron, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Aaron, joined by Kat and Cameron. Guys, how are we doing today? I, uh, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing a Mexican folk song there for a second. <laughs> it's like I had to, t- it's like I had to check. It's like a status report. Yeah, I, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm here. That's what matters. Aren't we all? Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get started. Uh, for today, let's start off by announcing that we are hosting a gaming award show. That's right, folks. The Crowleys. Once at the end of the year, we get together the best and the worst and bring them to you along with some funny commentary hosted by ourselves and some of the other hosts of the CBC Network. So tune in December 19th. It should be a great time. Be there or be square. Oh, my God. Me and Logan made that joke on the other podcast. But also, if you're square, you can come to Am I plagiarizing? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> did you know why play, they say be there be square how dare you plagiarize a common phrase <laughs> what did you say Aaron you know why they say be there be, or be square because uh, it's a circles only thing yeah you know it's because if you're not there you're not around wow oh. yeah <laughs> right right that's crazy anyway <laughs> the more you guys been playing <laughs> have you guys been playing anything lately not a dang thing besides the game we're reviewing today wait we're supposed to review a game for today i hate you i hate <laughs> you so much <laughs> cameron how about you uh not much been playing this game of course but also been grinding dark ops challenges actually i've been oh. actually it's been a it's been a toughie i've actually got a couple down so far I cannot wait to have a day off so I can grind out some some zombie stuff. It's it's been nice. They're they're releasing another double XP and double weapon XP weekend. For those of you who don't know, a little bit of news tidbit since the season's delayed. But yeah, I definitely recommend I it. I thought they did I thought they did the original double XP because of the way their their XP was being doled out to stop people from like boosting and cheating their way to to all the camos and stuff. So they had a lot of problems when it came to their XP uh, implementation. Like their algorithms weren't off, and then they fixed it. And it's like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. But people are like, no, this sucks now. Which uh, (laughs) (laughs) people let it know. What are you talking about? Call of Duty games are infallible. How could you think that? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. (laughs) But like people were like, yeah, the, this this it's no good, no bueno, no more. So they voiced their opinion, and uh, because there's a d- 
delay in the next season. They're like, yeah, we're going to give you double XP again. And it's fixed this time. So no one's being gypped out of XP or boosting or anything like that. So is there any lead on whether or not they're going to put, uh, put re upgrade the, uh, the ray gun to what it was before they nerfed it? No, I, I no, wish it's going to stay nerfed. I, I hope that they fix it. But uh, as it stands right now, it's still like the best gun, even though it's not at its peak. But uh, you're talking about the China, China Lake for life, dude. What do you mean, noob tube? For <laughs> real? Get back to your multiplayer lobby. <laughs> anyway, mm. <laughs> Karen, you got any news for us? I have some news? news, but right now it's just speculation. You got anything concrete? Well, that's the thing, though, is like, I'm pretty sure it's concrete and it's the Star Wars Oscar Isaac attached to the star in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Like he's going to be playing Solid Snake, which is like, I really liked him. If you don't know, he played Poe Dameron in the, uh, the Star Wars, what are they called? The Skywalker saga. That's what we'll call it. This, Cause that's what it's called. Skywalker. I call saga. them the threequels. That's, that's what the we'll threequels. call it. Cause that's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People, people give us strange names, but uh, yeah, he played Poe Dameron. The guy was half of the bromance. And uh, so, anytime somebody says Poe Dameron, I think of Tourette's guy, I'm like, oh, Poe Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he, he he was really good. At, like, he was personally one of my favorite parts of the the new uh, Star Wars uh, series, the, the Skywalker saga. He um, was in the movies for like five minutes. He got interrogated by Kylo Ren and then drove a spaceship for five seconds. And that was you it. Gotta, you gotta watch... What was it? It was... I literally can't remember like the the names of them, like the order. Like That's like terrible with me. But maybe they just didn't leave that mark. But uh, he he had more of a role in the, 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 the second one. <laughs> okay. The, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> But um, he's going to be attached <laughs> to this Metal Gear Solid movie, and it's he's supposed to play Solid Snake, which I can't wait to see a Metal Gear Solid. Like, I, I always have that tinge of fear because it's a curse that no video game movie will ever succeed in the media. But uh, maybe something like this will do well. Are you telling me you didn't like the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1989? Excuse me? <laughs> I will fight you right now. Uh, there was a, a, literal movie? Line, a literal line from that movie is Bowser pointing and saying a monkey. A literal literal line. But yeah. uh, it it's exactly exactly why it's a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, John I mean, Leguizamo was a revelation. Right? Art. Bob Hoskins. I mean, need I say more? Billy Mays was amazing. I don't Billy, know what Billy we're doing Mays. right now. <laughs> Just naming people we know. Oh my god! It's like a so, it's like a fever dream is the best way I could put it. The way that movie plays out. But I got to ask you a question about this this uh, uh, movie with Poe Dameron in it. Mm-hmm. Is it? Metal do you gear. think it's going to be like? You think it's going to be like a legit spy epic or is it going to be, are they going to play to some of the funniness that they have in the game? Like you have to do, you got to do the box bit, right? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like they'll play it like that. 
like they'll do like nods and do their jokes and that. But I've I could he be I've seen him play serious roles in Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. Like he he has his serious moments. But uh I don't know. Like I, I I only could see his goofy side and it's like yeah, I could see it where he does his box bits, the uh the big old exclamation point and all that, but Ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like I don't know how they'll play this movie out. I really hope it's like it's something that uh we can get look forward to as fans of the series. Do you know who's gonna produce it? Like, is this gonna be a universal picture? Uh it's it's Sony's. It's Sony's project. So uh mm, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. They they've been they've been having good runnings with their movies lately. Yeah. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse was great. So maybe they'll fu- funnel some of that money and make this project good. Into the Spider-Verse was the best Spider-Man movie ever. Don't at me. No cap. No 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 cap. All all volume. Anyway, my news um <laughs> along the same lines, this is a their speculation. So Prince of Persia is scheduled to be rebooted. I don't know in what form, if they're going to like remaster HD uh, Sands of Time, but they're supposed to be in the works right now of rebooting the entire saga. Mm. Now, those of you who've kept up with Prince of Persia know that Jake Gyllenhaal and Disney couldn't save this franchise, so we'll see what that means coming up. Uh, we'll keep you posted, and I'm going to be watching it. I played some of the original Prince of Persia, and I thought it was a really cool game, but that was before Assassin's Creed and all these other games came out, and I just kind of, it got lost for me in the mix. So, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I, I played the OG, like the ones on the PlayStation 2. Like, my cousin owned them, so... I nabbed them from his gaming collection and I played a few of them, but they're actually really good. Like they, for their time uh, during the PS2, it was like top notch stuff they were throwing into the game and their ideas and stuff. And the whole reversing time stuff that happened, it was just amazing. Yeah, it was cool. It was a great, great franchise. But like I said, I, I don't know what really happened besides them getting lost in the shuffle of all the other amazing games to come out. But I remember once Assassin's Creed really started get, getting uh, um, its bearings, Prince of Persia just went to the wayside. And then Disney, for some reason, thought they would do something cool with a, a guy like Jake Gyllenhaal at the helm. Like, I, I don't really know what their what their thought process was in making Jake Gyllenhaal the main uh, character. But that as soon as that happened, I just... I lost all respect. <laughs> I was out. <laughs> Are you saying Jake Gyllenhaal is not a good actor? No, I'm just saying he doesn't make a great Arabian prince. Oh, no. No. It was... Uh, he wrote an ostrich, I believe, in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? I've never seen the movies or played the game. Oh, don't. Okay. Don't for the movie. <laughs> if you get a chance to play the game, it's up to you. But I recommend it. <laughs> Yes. I probably won't. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Based on time alone. Yeah, that's fair. That being said, let's move into our main course, if you will. Actually, I I know something. Kat was so excited about this. We were supposed to review this game last week. However, I get a message from Kat at about eh, 1130 at night, and <laughs> she says, I'm going to need at least a week with this game. 
let's put it off for another week. And I was just like, okay. Um, so without further ado, Kat, what game are we reviewing? Um, Age of Calamity. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, to be more specific. What that? What, what, what is that? I don't know. It's just a game that looked cool. No, it's a prequel to Breath <laughs> of the Wild. One a of prequel. my most favoritest games. Yeah, so it's a prequel. The, the story, anyways, takes place before uh, the story in Breath of the Wild, but in an alternate timeline. And an alternate timeline. Yeah, so basically it takes place during the Great Calamity, which is referenced to as the war that destroyed Hyrule throughout Breath of the Wild. And and you, throughout Breath of the Wild, if I'm not mistaken, you see bits and pieces of the Broken Kingdom, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. go around the Broken Kingdom. It's, it's the whole point of the game. Um, and then basically, I lost my train of thought. Wow. Sorry. Is this what getting old is like? Choo-choo. Yep. Welcome. I really don't remember what I was saying. You're you're talking about so how it took place before the age of the calamity, right? Yeah. Yes, that was it. Oh, right, alternate timeline. So basically, in in the prequels, so Age of Calamity, there's this little, I don't know, it's like this tiny little guardian that travels back through time to warn, uh, like Princess Zelda and Link and all of the champions about the stuff that takes place in the future. Which to me automatically is like, well, well, until like before I learned that there was an alternate timeline, I was like, well, how's that going to affect the future? Like, is it inevitable because it already happened in the future, or is it something <laughs> you can prevent and change the future? But it's an alternate timeline, so obviously it would change the future. Otherwise, I feel it like suck. it's Dragon Ball logic, where you just create a new timeline, even though the one that already existed still existed. I think that's any time travel logic. No, not Endgame. Fair. Time travels. I, I just watched Back to the Future. All that stuff is in my brain too today. So it's perfect. <laughs> I'll spit my knowledge if I need to. At the end of this game, if Ganondorf appears and says, I am inevitable, I'm just going to throw my controller across the room. Why I mean, are you holding a controller? Why are you not holding a controller? Because we're podcasting and I'm focused 100%, just like always. <laughs> Get your door shut and anytime somebody comes in, you're like, Get out of my room. <laughs> so we sat down with this game, and my initial, I got, I think I got two to three hours in before I had to put it down. And because of work and stuff like that, I haven't been able to get back to it. My initial impression, let's get into just, just what we think of it so far. And then later we can kind of cut down and and answer some of these questions. Um, super satisfying. The combat in this game is it, it throws you directly into a battle um, with Mokoblins. And I thought that the mechanic of just running into a horde and getting like 50 KOs with a series of swings and you just see the bodies fly like bowling pins. That did something for me that no other video game has done in a long time. It, it makes you feel so overpowered, which yes. I absolutely love. Like feeling overpowered in video games is like just an amazing feeling. It it keeps yeah. you playing. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. 
Did I sound British when I said that? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> restating your sentiment. Okay. I was like, I didn't think I sounded British, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. I, I guess I kind of went into it, the game, in the mindset that it, I was going to play Breath of the Wild 2. And I know that that wasn't right. Otherwise, it would be called Breath of the Wild 2. But I, I guess I didn't actually research the type of game that it was, which was hack and slash. So I was expecting something completely different. And that was on me. But the more I got into it, the more I loved the gameplay. It makes you feel kind of kind of badass. Right. And it's a lot uh, of fun. That being said, did, though, I haven't come across a challenge yet that I've lost, unless it was like a timed challenge. And that's because the enemies didn't respawn fast enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. I've, the only challenge that I got to was the uh, little fire wizard guys. That, And when I say challenge, I mean the only thing that I didn't find myself blasting through with any sort of ease with a smile on my face were the little like vanishing fire wizard dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any of the bosses definitely take more than just like a couple of hits. It takes planning and strategy, but I don't know. Maybe I should have played it on hard. Like I didn't think I was that good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just yeah, spicy. But maybe I'm just still really early on in the game and I just don't even realize it. But I don't think I am. Like I've sunk a solid twenty to thirty hours into this game easily. Yeah, because um you naturally like it, it's based off if you've ever played like their older games, their Dynasty Warrior games, exactly. I think it's the people who made Dynasty Warriors it made is. this. It is. Okay. Yeah. But um, a lot of it is like you just naturally keep leveling up and progressing through the game that you don't even realize that you're getting super duper powerful along the way still. Because uh, there's a whole bunch of stats boosts you can get. Different areas give you like heart canisters or different moves or... oh. And that's the one thing I love in this game is the combos are just amazing to pull off. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> you mean XXY? And then you just blast through a thousand people? <laughs> exactly. That's the nice thing and is like, that after every X, there's each a Y. Character, so your combo is different. Yes. It, you can chain different, like, just different th- buttons together, get different combos, and each uh, character actually has different movesets to implement. Like, they all have their own fighting styles. Like, Link is always going to be the hack and slash with the sword. But uh, Zelda, when she fights, she uses the Sheikah Slate, which I think is super duper cool how she fights like that. You mean the iPad? Yeah. (laughs) Did you say the iPad? Yeah, it's an iPad. Okay. (laughs) Let's call it what it is. It's an iPad. No, it's not. But okay. I said it right, right? Sheikah Slate? Yeah, that's yeah, it's right. Got a, it's got an eye on it, though. It's an iPad. No, it's not. Now stop. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I told Kat that I hated this game earlier today. And she was just like, she's like, I don't, I don't want you on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said I was mad at you. <laughs> you made her oh, upsetty spaghetti. You made I, me upsetty spaghetti. I knew she was going to love this game. I knew she was going to love it so much, and I was so excited. It took me to a while to actually love it, though. Like, I played it for at least 10 hours before I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. Really? That yeah. kind of surprises me. I'm not I a hack and slash kind of person normally. Yeah, she okay. was used to the... She was thinking of, like, going into the game with a whole different system. Like, 
she was expecting another Breath of the Wild when it's just not that. And I do that all the time where I'll see like a game trailer and I'm like, oh, that looks so good or that looks so good. And because it's something to do with something else or like it's named similar or, or it's been compared to this, I'll go in thinking it's this thing. For example, uh, not only this game in particular, but was it Baldur's Gate? When I was a kid, I used to play oh, what's Dark Alliance, Baldur's Gate. And I thought Baldur's Gate, the dungeon crawler, was the same thing as the game that I had played when I was a kid, but it's not. Not at all. And I hated it. I was really disappointed. I set myself up for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. But I still like this game. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. This is a good one. Definitely. Like, and this is like, this is one of those go-to games where you can easily just pop it in, play it, and just hack and slash. And it's a great stress reliever, I guess, is a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah you know, like when you're laying minutes, in bed you and you want to relieve some stress, just pick up the game. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those. <laughs> dude, like, it's just one of those easy games where, and like I said, like, the combos are, like, one of the coolest and prettiest things to look at because each one of them uh, does a different combo string that's geared towards, like, the way they fight. Um, yeah. So far, my favorite, like I said, Zelda's one of my favorite ones because she just, implements the Sheikah Slate in like different ways. And each each one of them can utilize the powers of the Slate. Like each one has like the stasis, the bombs, <laughs> the... Uh, Why are you the... giggling? Because it's just, it sounds like a pitch for the new iPad. Unlock oh the secrets God. of the Slate. <laughs> you want to see, look at all the amazing features of this bad boy right here. Look at that. <laughs> Please <What>? continue. <laughs> Do I need to remove you from the room? No, I'm sorry. I'm delirious. I'm stupid. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, or or mm. you were talking about Zelda's cool abilities. Oh yeah, actually, but yeah, like, interact with them. different players. But even like um, they each can utilize like the slate. They can all use stasis. They can all use the bombs. They can all use the uh, the magnet one. But uh, each of them implements it in their own kind of style. If you if you take the look at it, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's it's intricate and amazing. And what I really like, it took me a while to I guess really embrace the combat and the the combos and everything. But you really do need them. And once you've gotten them, they're amazing. Like I really like playing with Link. I've always liked playing with Link because I like the sword. But mm -hmm. if, when you press uh, X X Y for what is it? Regular hit, regular hit, and then super hit or whatever they're called. Yeah. Anyways, basically, you like shield, you ride your shield through a bunch of enemies and just go flying everywhere. That is my favorite move by far. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I completely I, agree. So. I actually use it to get around too. It's pretty great. Oh, I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. Is it faster than running? Yes, it is. Okay. I didn't even try that. I just, I like running into the middle of a horde and just using that combo and just watching them all just get blasted. Yeah, if, like, I just don't want to deal with enemies and I just want to get to, a like, a point, I just use it and dash through the enemies trying to get to the point. <laughs> I do like the healing system, too. I felt I felt really invincible in this game. I'm not going to lie that. Uh, if you guys are cool, we'll get into what we sort of have a problem with. Mm -hmm. Sure, um, and then we'll finish it with so many other good things, like a sandwich. So many other... Okay, we'll do the, the good, bad sandwich. It's a compliment sandwich. 
compliment sandwich. <laughs> Nintendo, if you're listening, this is for you. <laughs> so one of the things that bothered me is, you know, I felt invincible. I did. Until you get really smacked on the head by a boss, you you kind of like I you have apples and stuff and you collect meat and stuff. Uh, as far as I've gotten into the game, I haven't needed any of that. Um, you take out enemies with such ease and ferocity that there's no there's really no need for you to need any of those things. So I just felt that that it was gets more difficult later on. Like you definitely, first... I use my like food to replenish my heart sometimes. Yeah, I okay. do too. I think. The the first challenge you really run into is when you run into the first guardian that activates. That one was a little challenging. Uh, and then I think every uh, level after that, it adds a new boss. And I think like when okay. you're sitting there and you're fighting like three to four bosses at once, you definitely use it more. But I still, I get what you mean there. Like I still kind of feel invincible. Like it's definitely getting harder as I go on. But I think playing it again, which I definitely will because I'm going to pay $80 for it, I'm going to play it on hard. Okay. Just and you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't really say that bothered me because I think what this game goes into, when you first start this game, you feel like, you know, a Hyrule warrior. Like Link should be this powerful. Um, I, I've never understood why at the beginning of a game, uh, like a Boat Goblin would be a boss battle and it's like a level two book goblin and you're fighting it one-on-one. -on -one. It should never be like that. If you're link, you know what I mean? You have the master sword, you have the Hyrulean shield. It should, you, you should easily be just slashing your way through these enemies. So I think okay, that but maybe they don't always travel in pairs. Okay. Right. But no, what I'm saying is to the game's credit, you know, oh. this is, this is what you should expect being link in a in a battle like you know he's legendary and i guess he is presented as legendary in this in this series the legend <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys find yourselves uh favoring any characters link uh Always. zelda yeah I, I also um what's her name captain uh, falcon yeah, she's in here. And it's, it's, what? She's, Who's that bird person? Looks like Captain Falcon or uh, Falco from <laughs> bird uh, Star Fox. Oh, Mifa. <laughs> Mifa is a fun character too. Bird person. Wait, bird person. Are you talking about the actual like owl or the shark lady? No, I'm talking about Mifa, the 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 uh, the shark lady. The ones, that, the one that looks like Falco from Star Fox. He's talking about Falco. I'm talking about fish people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused what uh, species we're talking about right now. I'm talking about fish people. He's talking about Falco. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's her name? It's <laughs> it, her name is Mifa. Um, I know she was in the original. Uh, they talk about her in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they talk about um, all of the the champions in Breath of the Wild, but they're all dead. Yeah, in Breath of the Wild because they were killed by Calamity Ganon. Mm -hmm. And they we the fact that we actually get to play as them in this game just like sold it for me. Yeah, they're they're super. Like I said, all of them have like their own moves, and it's just really cool to see all the combos that they have, and uh, also like. Like you said, like they were all mentioned 
in the game. Like I knew Mifa from the game because I watched some gameplay. Uh, I haven't even played Breath of the Wild yet, so don't stab me. Um, but in that game, uh, it just mentions, like you said, all the players, and I'm like, I was like, oh, I know who this is. It mentioned that person, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I, I really like Mifa too. Um, but I also like is it uh, Urbosa? Urbosa? Urbo? I think it's Urbosa, the desert lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like I like her playstyle too. There was but, so much more characters than I realized in the game. Like, there's a lot more. I think I collected about half of them. Um, I never. Sorry, you cut out there, for me. Oh like, yeah, big time. Oh, um, I actually only discovered like maybe a handful of the characters. I don't think I've even discovered all the characters yet, but um, I know I oh, got I a majority. Haven't. Look, I mean, you get you get Zelda, you get Impa, and you get uh, Link, and then you right can go and you can unlock um, Mifa, and you can unlock Urbosa, and you can unlock Daruk and Rivali. Rivali is the bird person. There you go. And then there's a bunch of other ones that you can unlock. Like you can unlock uh, King Rome. And you can unlock someone named, oh, I think that's, uh, yeah, Prince Sidon. Sidon. <laughs> Shut up, so, Aaron. <laughs> so, Kat, Kat, let me ask what? you this. Was it, how was it going from Breath of the Wild to this? I'm assuming you see some of the old, um, what you are used to seeing as broken down pieces of the kingdom. And like the I'm, world is the same. In this iteration, like the map is exactly still standing. How was that? Yeah, I was saying that I really, really appreciate what they put into it because it's all basically the same, like the same map, same characters, uh, the same things that you find, like loot, uh, same weapons. It's just, yeah, it, it helps immerse you further into it. That's awesome. It is. And from like, oh, good. Oh, I was curious because, like, even like from storytelling standpoint, like, does it do you learn more about like, uh, things that you didn't originally know in the original game? Not so far. Not so far. Yeah. Not so far. Okay. But uh, the more I look on the internet, the more I think I actually have a long way to go before I finish the game. Because I'm one of those completionists where I'll go and do everything. Everything. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's what you love about a game. I mean, that's what I love about a game. So, you know, not being able to just rush through and beat this game in 20 hours when you've spent hard-earned money on it is is really great. I love rich story. I love characters that I can I can grow to love and and level up and, you know, expand with them. As opposed to having just linear linear powers. Same. But when you're reviewing a game, <laughs> yeah. the further you get, the better. <laughs> right. Um, durability. Is durability an issue in this game? I haven't no. run into it yet. I have collected weapons, but I know... No. You know. So the weapon system is very different. One thing that people hated about Breath of the Wild was the fact that your weapons broke all the time. Which, I mean, I really didn't wasn't bothered by it that much because you can go and you can fix them. It wasn't just knowing what's in your inventory and being careful. It's not that difficult. But doing a hack and slash game, you definitely can't have that. 
That being said, <laughs> the weapons thing was very confusing to me. And I had to watch a YouTube video on it that kind of explained it because the game does not do a very good job of explaining weapons at all. If you could, if you could throw it into just a, a couple of seconds here, what about it? Why are we on a time crunch? No, I'm just, you know, I don't want you to have to get into weapon lore or something. <laughs> oh, so you're just bored by me. I see how it is. Is this what it's oh come to God. already? Oh, my God. Cameron, are you hearing this? Yeah. So much Cameron, disrespect. You, you pipe down over there, Red. I, I, I'm like I'm like the child watching the two parents argue. <laughs> He's curling over to the fetal position, rocking back and forth. <laughs> it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> Well, to sum it up, uh, basically, I mean, you can fuse your weapons together to make them stronger. Of course, I was just fusing together every weapon that I got with the highest one that I have. But apparently there's different, like, abilities. You can only have a certain number. I think it's three abilities on each weapon. So I don't know how many good weapons I wasted by fusing them together (laughs) with my current weapon when it was pointless. Gotcha. I probably did the same mistake you did, honestly. Yeah, like, I, they don't you, explain it. <laughs> no, because like you actually took the time and looked up a YouTube video. I just started sticking stuff together and seeing <laughs> if it would like, oh, this has a good stat. This has a good stat. Let's see if it works. And then it's like, oh, nothing got added at all. <laughs> I did such a good job. A level. <laughs> yeah. But there Cameron are like swinging the equivalent of the, the iron... The Iron Throne at, at his enemies. <laughs> He's just got 50,000 swords all melded together. <laughs> they really just don't... They need. That's the one thing that I also think they need to work on in the game is how they explain how the systems work. It's, it's not very in-depth. It, it's A lot of it's like learning it yourself. Exactly. It, it just kind of throws you into it and it doesn't explain anything. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that there is a tutorial. However, I could be wrong. It could just be a tutorial for a specific type of thing, like how you get tutorials for your uh, learning how to use like stasis or magnesis or, or whatever the hell else there is. Bombs. I I think they just like barely touch on it. It's like, oh, yeah, this mechanic exists. Go ahead. Go nuts. Do yeah. Do whatever your heart desires. If you can figure it out. But I mean, even the combos, it doesn't explain that well. Oh, yeah. Like, and I uh, mean, I, maybe that's maybe. Sorry to cut you off. Maybe it's it's uh, commonly known for hack and slash. That there's going to be combos. The combos are going to be different or anything along those lines. But I don't know that. I don't play hack and slashes. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like they teach you the first combo and then how to switch to a character. And then they're like, OK, have a good day. Yeah. Like here, <laughs> you're going to need your rifle. And now go. <laughs> you uh, also what have bombs and arrows. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell you what's That's out awesome. there. Just alone and scared. <laughs> and also super duper overpowered. Yeah, that too. I'm hoping that as we get further, as I get further into it, that I will see it as more of a challenge. They they also give you the option of just spending money to level up your character as much as you want, as much if you have enough money to do it. Yes and no. So what 
I found really helpful because like you obviously have a preferred character mm-hmm. and you're going to use that as your default, just like you do in Pokemon when you play Pokemon and that one like super levels. This is the I equivalent. Attacked. Why? <laughs> Don't be so sensitive. It wasn't about you. God. My level 99 Charizard is none of your business. <laughs> oh, only level 99? That's the highest it goes to. Why? I don't know. I didn't make the game. Okay, well, in Pokemon Moon, they go up to 100. Just saying. I only play the colors. I don't know about your moon. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. I don't know about them moon people. <laughs> uh, you're making it difficult. I'm sorry. I can't help it. This game just, it has such complex richness to it. And I knew how excited you were about it. And I think just, you know, I, I subconsciously, I just want to confuse you. <laughs> yeah, we keep doing a really good job because so my memory sucks. And I already lost my train of thought again. Stop it. Leveling uh, up uh, the characters. Uh, yes. It was something about right, leveling picking up characters. a favorite. Right. Don't, don't pick a favorite. I think you're right. No, you are Definitely. supposed to make a favorite. Which is the 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 what is it? Not the blacksmith. The thing right beside the blacksmith, where you can increase your character's level for rupees. Mm-hmm. You can only increase them to the level of the top one. Like if your link's a level seventeen and everyone else is like level eight nine, you can only increase the other ones to level seventeen. Oh, that's actually very clever. It's handy, especially for specific challenges where you obviously need the one character and you don't want to sit oh, yeah. there and you don't want to go grind out a bunch of pointless stuff just to get them to the same level as your highest one. Oh, and what you definitely need to do and i don't think like i didn't utilize it before but you really need to give your units orders because if you don't they'll literally just stand in one area and just whack on the enemies that are nearest to them and that's it oh see i don't do that Oops. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been doing that either. That's I want to kill everything myself. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just so much fun to run into a horde and just start slashing. And it'll, it'll cut, like, the time you need to, like, complete a map in, like, half because you'll send them to the point you need them to go to and all you do is flip to that character. And then you'll be at that point and you can dish out the damage you need at that point and then flip to another character and he'll already be at the other point and then you dish out the damage you need over there. It's it's like it's like moving your pieces over there so you don't have to move over there yourself because you don't right, want to take the long walk there. It's the lazy man's way. I mean, but, it's, it's brilliant, honestly, because walking places is really not fun. Mm-hmm. Isn't and exercise also, just exhausting? Although, oh, have you guys found oh, any of those oh. little seeds laying around? I have oh, the found Korok one. Seeds? I found one. Yeah, you kind of. Who? You did. Oh, I said you found one. I yeah. did find one. That's I, I haven't been bridge. exploring too much. So, there another take back to Breath of the Wild is the Koroks. And you find them literally everywhere. And you get Korok seeds, which you can spend on uh, more slots for your stuff. Like slots for your swords, slots for your uh, bow and arrows. Slots as in you can switch out the weapons when you're in game. Well, for Breath of the Wild, I don't know about this game. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but in Breath of the Wild, like you have a, a maximum amount of slots for your weapons because they break so often. You want more. Mm. Okay. I wonder how they're utilized in this game, though, because I don't. I, I found yet. one so far, and I want to see if you could actually use it for anything. If it's just a little achievement or Easter egg type of thing. Well, no, because it said you. It you know it gives you the the option to to pick it up and take it. So I'm assuming it's it's going to be some kind of like reward based system. Mm. Apparently, I just in was... Age of Calamity, sorry, uh, there are a total of 134 Koroks to find. Holy cow. Jeez. There's way more than that in Breath of the Wild. Miss There's me with hundreds that. hundreds upon hundreds. <laughs> Miss me with that. Yeah, but Breath of the Wild was notorious for having great stuff to find. Like oh, even, I... what's the guy's name? Just the guy that. that passed away from Nintendo? I don't know. He passed away, and he's actually in Breath of the Wild. Shikara Miyamoto? Yeah, Miyamoto. He's underneath mm-hmm. the cherry blossom tree, and uh, it, it was a really nice little touching remnant moment for him. He's also, I think, a merchant, too. So they added those little nuance and Easter eggs in Breath of the Wild. You think they, they put that much work into this one? Because they, they put the little guys. I already forgot their names. Korok. Yeah, they put them in here, so I wonder what other little nods they did to the Breath of the Wild and other Nintendo uh, titles. That was actually kind of my next question um, to you guys both. With this game being, I don't want to say a recycling of an older title, but you have an established (gasps) realm like Breath of the Wild, or Hyrule in Breath of the Wild. This game is supposed to be a dolled up version of that because it's not in ruin. You mean a dolled up version? You mean a prequel because it took place before? How's that dolled up? I mean, it's beautified. Everything's back. To, it's they they didn't have those original. Those weren't a part of the the structures and things that you find now are not a part of the original uh, game or the original environment that you know. You're going back to these things, so they have to re-render. They have to create. They have to build um, these pieces. That being the, said, the do only you think that part did a good enough job. The only part that I think is not in there is the Hyrule Kingdom. Like that part's in ruins. But everything else is still like everything else that I've seen so far, anyways, is still standing the same way it was in the other game. Okay. So do you find that this was a I guess what I'm trying to ask is is with what you've had in Breath of the Wild, is this being a whole new game, something that they've added a lot to and you can tell that they've they've done something with it? Or do you feel that they've kind of cut corners and just used this as a template and like a... I don't think so. I don't okay. think that they've cut corners. I think that it's a very creative way to make a prequel and to combine it with something else that a lot of other people love, which is Hack and Slash. And it takes place in the same world that I love, which is the only reason that I love this game. It's okay. It's the only reason that I got into this game. Had this been just a random other game um, that was a hack and slash, I probably would have been like, eh. you know? <laughs> How was that again? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any of the original, like, Legend of Zelda puzzles? There's no puzzle. It's a hack and slash. Okay. No puzzle, that. again, that I've. Yeah. I don't to. think. Yeah. There's like. Like she said, it's like base hack and slash. Uh, they have a couple story cut scenes as well as like little 
uh, storyboard cutscenes that they have. But um, but they most really of it put sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most of it's really just getting in the game and doing action stuff that you can like even like the map that's presented. It's like you just travel to the area and you're immediately just thrown into like a just a hack and slash uh, play style. Which okay. honestly isn't too far off from Breath of the Wild because it's again the exact same map and you can fast travel to different places that are just lit up exactly like that. And orange means you've un- that you haven't discovered the location, but you know where it is. And blue means you've already discovered and like beat that puzzle. Mm-hmm. So that is also like the same as the other game. And I don't again think that it's because they're being lazy or anything because they've created like more of a backstory for all of these other characters. Like Impa, you see Impa as an old lady in Breath of the Wild, and she's so young here. It's weird. And Robbie, <laughs> so weird. When I, when I said cash grab, I really was just kind of giving you a, a meat pitch. That was really I what, just what going pitch? into this game. Meat pitch. It's what, you know what? slow slow pitch. Something oh. for you to knock out of the park. You know, easy question. Obviously, this game has just so much to it, and it's so pretty. And they and here I am getting defensive. I know. How would but, dare you? <laughs> Them's you a know, I, words. I would be disappointed if you hadn't gotten defensive about this because I knew how much you liked this game. And, you know, you told me yourself earlier today that you had poured so much time into this that, like I said, I just couldn't help but but tug on it. But, you know, going back to the the structure of this this world that they've created, I as an I didn't play Breath of the Wild. I've put a few hours into this game and the hours that I did put in, I was flabbergasted. It was just such a nice, neat everything it was beautifully rendered all the colors were super vibrant i found the the attacks to be you know meaty and and you know fun link link cruising around on his shield just slamming people out of his way amazing well i agree (laughs) i would hope so it's i mean i don't want to agree because it's you but i agree anyways because it's zelda Catch 22. So, that being said, here's my next question. Nintendo has started doing DLC. They did it for Super Smash Brothers. You know, you get these add-on characters. You get um, different pieces to the games. They're they're finally starting to get into that game. If they were uh, to put out a DLC, I haven't seen anything confirmed. What would you want to see? If or if you could throw anything into this game, what would it be? I don't know enough about hack and slash to answer. I know what I would want to see based off of Breath of the Wild, but what would that be? Puzzles. Okay. Open world, but again, it's not Breath of the Wild, so I can't say I want it to be more like Breath of the Wild because then it's just Breath of the Wild. It's a different game type, and it's a different game. Okay, but. I mean, like, even if they were to release, say, uh, an unlock, like a new character as DLC or, or a couple new, like, areas of the map as DLC, I don't know that I would buy them. Really? Even if they added something fun, like a, like a Toon Link, like even some kind of a skin? Definitely not as a skin. I don't buy cosmetic. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yes, if anybody's seen Cat play Valorant, she is... Bog standard. Plain old plain. Just look at the prices. It's ridiculous. 
Like, oh, to no, get I actually, credits to buy a gun, you have to spend like $30, and that's for one skin. And I'm like, no thanks. Yeah, I absolutely looked at that, and it was ridiculous. Don't that's how they enough. make their killing, though. I'll steal, I'll steal the, the fun skins off of the dead bodies that I kill. <laughs> Take them from the corpses of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Cameron, what about you? If you could see, if you get any kind of DLC, your choice, they're like, hey, just give us an idea. We'll throw it in for you. What would you, what would you do? I'd probably just honestly see more DLC characters, if anything, getting added to this game. Maybe, I, I don't know if they added it yet, but maybe like an endless mode to see how far you can get Ooh. on a certain amount of health or something like that. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. See, good. see, see. Cameron has the it, brain. Because <laughs> as it stands right now, it's just um, it's just the base story mode, I think. That's the only option it gives me when I boot up the game. So uh, I know in the past... They've made games like these, like multiplayer or at least like couch co-op multiplayer. So I'm not sure if that's something they would want to add, but I'd be down for that too. I think that would be ridiculously fun to team up with three other friends and just go through and wreck house. No, I'm pretty sure you can play with other people. You you can't? I'm pretty sure it was giving me that option. Well, if that's the case, we need to hop on and play a game together. Oh, I think it's local, like couch. Yeah. Oh, I got to go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to come here just to play this one go game s- with me. We're going to go see the Northern Lights, guys. I, well, I it would probably be better if them. we went there than her come here. Why? TBH. Because it's the... It's the United States, the Californias. Yeah, I want to go. Whatever. Big lights, big city, you know? I'll get my big break. <laughs> Madeira? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know your moose isn't allowed, right? Wait, what? <laughs> that wasn't in the manual. It's plural. She got meese. You got to remember. Mooses. <laughs> Thank you. Meese. No, it's meese. Meese. <laughs> Mooses. It's meese. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we get going? Oh, has that been an hour already? It's been about an hour, yeah. There's still so much to talk about. Give us something. What do you got? I just love this game and I don't want to stop talking about it. Can we talk about (laughs) actual Breath of the Wild next? Because I need an excuse to pick that game back up. I think Breath of the Wild would be fun to play. I'm uh, debating whether or not to buy that game right now. It is so good. I absolutely do not have time to get into a game like that, though. Oh, when I first played Breath of the Wild, I was addicted for months. Yeah, I'd probably know life that for a while. (laughs) Hell, I know life this game. But for Breath of the Wild, I would neglect my children. (laughs) Which is why I don't currently have it (laughs) anymore. That's awesome. It's a good game. It's a good show. It's a good game. CPS (laughs) does not like Breath of the Wild. Note to self. What? Zero out of 10 from CPS. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's zero out of 10 for me. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm going to have them on my door tomorrow. Actually, no, this doesn't release until Thursday. So, Thursday. Good. Good until Thursday. (laughs) Just build a snow fort around your door. It's okay. 
I live in apartments. It's a snow maze. <laughs> I can't build a snow maze on the fourth floor of my apartment building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to know. The sun's going to melt. Yeah, it'd be bad. I want to know what your overall thoughts of the game are, Aaron. I thought it was fun. I thought it was great. I think I've said that a thousand times. The The combat was fun. I wish I would have gotten more time learning how to use arrows efficiently and bombs and stuff like that. Because going into it, not playing Breath of the Wild, I don't know what the damage range on on a bomb is. I don't know. You know, I don't know if later on you get upgrades to your arrows. Um, you know, like the ancient arrows that you get in the original one or like some sort of fire attachment, things like that. I've, I'm lost on those nuances. For uh, me, it's ancient slash, arrows slash, slash. are very hard to come by or I guess very hard to make. Well, the so. ancient arrows are uh, extremely rare and super hard to come by. Yeah, they are. So bite me. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Nuances for somebody who's not indoctrinated into Breath of the Wild, or it's different. But this game, it was still fun. You know, I I didn't know if I had a quiver and how many arrows were in that quiver. Uh, I just knew that, you know, I push this button and he shoots five arrows really fast. And then I go back to slashing people. And every time I hit XXY, he rides around on a shield and I get, you know, another 30, 40 KOs on my belt and it makes me go, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, if this game, if this game stays this fun uh, and there is that aspect of, you know, finding a new weapon and upgrading it and making your own weapon better without having to worry about it breaking, all the more better. Just give me more of that. Don't make me have to worry about, you know, relegating myself to a, a stick in the heat of a, a, a big battle. you know, I don't want to have to beat a, a boss with a stick because my sword broke and I didn't anticipate it before I went into battle. So. You know that you I, can actually play with sticks like as weapons in Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. S- someone's going to make that run. You know that, right? Only stick. Stick only? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> frying pan? Is there a frying pan option? I don't think so. Oh. No. Although that's less fun. I know. <laughs> so, but it's uh, fun for so many other reasons. As it stands right now, this game, I'm getting eight, eight and a half, maybe nine out of ten. That's a that's a good score. That's a nice, it's, nice, generous I'm score. I'm not mad at it you. Might be the, it might be the highest score I've given out so far on this, on the podcast. I've never given a 10 out of 10. I have yet to give a 10 out of 10 to a game. Kat, what are you thinking? 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, he's joking. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to do 10 out of 10. I was going to be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I said 10 out of 10. I know. but I... Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So this game is great. It's It's great for, I guess, I think, I would technically call it my first hack and slash. And and the reason that it is my first hack and slash is only because it was a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Otherwise, I probably would have never picked it up, like I said before. I like seeing the storyline before what takes place in Breath of the Wild. I like that you get to see all of like the champions before they die and you get to see them as ghosts in Breath of the Wild. I just love everything about this game. Except for the when fact that they don't put to sleep. Sorry? Or in Link's case, he gets put to sleep for 100 years. Yeah, exactly. But he wasn't a champion. Oh, sorry. 
over the time. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know the lore. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your overall rating? Um, I would rate it a solid nine, nine and a half to ten. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say nine, actually. Nine, because there are some things wrong with it. So actually, you know what? Maybe eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I wanted puzzles, maybe a little something here. A little but it's extra, not a puzzle than... game, so you can't base it off that. You have to base it off I, hack and slash, which I is know, what I'm struggling if, with. If I'm giving a 10 to a game, it's got everything that I want. Yeah. So. Indeed. Cameron. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, Ratings. It was neat. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressed, folks. Have a great night. Neato we'll burrito. Next week. <laughs> like, I I personally like this is one of my first introductory games into like Legend of Zelda, and it's not even like main canon stuff. But uh, I, I Dynasty Warriors had a special place in my heart. I played that when I was younger, so uh, coming over to something like this, it, it wasn't very hard, and it was something familiar to me, and it just. It played like amazingly. It looked amazing, and uh, it as this being somewhat of a gateway for me going into Breath of the Wild, I think that would be okay. You know the same guy that published uh, Dynasty Warriors published this, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's like I'm familiar with the system, how it works, and all that. And like I said, it just has the the Legend of Zelda skin slapped on it. So I'm totally used to it. Uh, it's different things that drew us to this game. Like me, it was just the fact that it was a prequel to Breath of the Wild. And for you, it was the, the Dynasty that I was Warriors. A, a big, I was a big nerd. That's, that's the reason why. Wow. Try to make it sound bad. I was. That's man. the only thing that drew me to this game. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to torment her. No, no. I I knew she was a Breath of the Wild nut, and then when we she we told her about this, uh, she lost her mind when we were talking about it. So I was like, Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Got to be that something was... good. My mind was gone long ago. Let's be honest. <laughs> but well, I was excited. Yeah, you had a small aneurysm when you found out there was a you were going to be able to dive back into this world. I might have peed a little. Not gonna lie. <laughs> That's amazing. Eight point oh. five nine. No, nine. Ooh, yeah, nine. I'll say nine. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It it was a fun game. I liked it. You know what? I don't care who the nominees are. I don't care who we picked as the winner previously. This is the winner for best game of the year. Game of the year. That being said, on that same note, join us next week when we go over our picks for the Crowleys. Again, it's our award show that will be hosted on December 19th. We'll see you next week, guys. We'll talk about that with you more. Have a great week. Wowie zowie. Bye-bye now. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. 
Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem.